<laughs> I'm not going to do that. <laughs> We're rolling. Oh, Are we going? Yeah. Oh. oh. That's good. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome to the Strange in the City podcast. Are we welcome? Okay, we're going to redo this. (laughs) (laughs) You don't sound like very welcome. (laughs) Welcome to the Strange in the City podcast. I'm Josephine, and I am gathered by... That's not the right way to say it. Joined. Joined. I am joined by, per usual, Tyler. Say hi, Tyler. Hi. So creepy. <laughs> and Nathan, yay! Hey, yay! I exist. Nathan, tell everybody how we met. <laughs> From your perspective. <laughs> From my perspective? Uh, we had a pizza party, and I invited Tyler, and Tyler brought a friend who I had not met before, who ate, who needed gluten-free pizza, is this the one? Is this the right one? Is this the one that I'm thinking? <laughs> no, of? I met you before the July. Did you first? Really? Were yeah. you? Were you there? The was he there? Yeah, he dropped in, and you're like, "This is the guy that everyone says looks like me." Oh, and I was like, "Oh, hey!" At, at Carly's house with giant Jenga and cornhole. Yep, and then we went. Oh up, yeah, we hiked up that mountain. Oh <laughs> yes, no, that's totally it. Yeah, you're right. I'm you totally spacing. Someone, maybe did I bring someone? Uh, no, brought a, a guy. Yeah, some you. I don't want to be racist, but he's Asian, I think. What? He used to go to Fox. What's oh, Rohan. I didn't yes. bring him. That, yes, you did. No, I didn't. No, <laughs> that, that was somebody Alex. else's friend. <laughs> I don't claim that one. <laughs> <laughs> Not mine. We yeah. we did meet. Was it 4th of July? I'm totally yeah. spacing. It was 4th of July. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We climbed up a giant mountain, shot sparklers, and <laughs> were super illegal. Giant Jenga. I forgot about that. Cornhold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What else happened? Anything else yeah, strange? Burgers. And burgers. Some ice cream melted. It was hot. It was hella hot. And we had to hike up that mountain, which was kind of <laughs> It was not. It was like maybe a mile. <laughs> but it was mile up. And a half. It was. It was uphill. That's true. <laughs> which was annoying. <laughs> just as context, I just hiked a third of the Timberline Trail yesterday. So like 14 miles, like 5,000 foot elevation gain probably. Sure. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of a big deal, but I mean, whatever. It's a humble brag. <laughs> humble brag. Anyway, so to start our... To break people in, I guess, get them prepped for the Strange in the City podcast, they have to give their best robot voice. Mm. So think think about that because you're going to sign off with your robot voice probably. Oh, I'm going to sign off. Yeah, oh, I want good. You to okay. Think about Whew, it. Man, yeah. you have some time. <laughs> wow, I was I had to think about. Yeah. So I have um an article that I found this last week, and I wanted to share about it and then just see if you guys had anything to add. So it's five lessons I've learned. As a single twenty something, <laughs> they make anyway. That's all of us, <laughs> right, Tyler? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ladies, take <laughs> note. Ladies, but I wanted to get your guys' perspective on it. Um, so it says expand your inner circle. That's like the first one it says. Do you do you expand your inner circle? Is that like your chakra or your your aura? <laughs> It's like your, your energy expanding your chi. <laughs> no, oh. I don't know. A friend, friend circle. Yes. Okay. That's what it's. Is that what it means? Feng shui. Was that what you were thinking? Do I need new friends? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I like my friends. <laughs> what are you trying but to say, <laughs> Tyler? You need to expand. <laughs> You're kicked out of the group. But how are you going to meet Voted. new people? I don't need to meet new people. <laughs> 
Okay, all right. Calm down. <laughs> the next one, it says, number two, mellow down. Oh. <laughs> for, I'm like all Tyler. defensive. <laughs> I will not meet new people. <laughs> um, the third one is stop comparing yourselves to others. Do you compare yourself to others? Nathan. <laughs> Tyler. <laughs> Do you guys compare yourself like to each other? I'm constantly on Facebook. God, what is Tyler doing right <laughs> now? I have to know. Oh, his hair's short. Oh, man. Nathan, update your profile, Nathan. <laughs> I need to know what you're doing right now. I think, I don't know. I think that's true about expanding your inner circle. I feel like in the transition from your 20s, you suddenly have to adapt to a new friend proximity that you like you live in a new place or you're adjusting to a new workplace or environment mm-hmm. i think that's true I, I, that's happened for me anyways mm-hmm. it's always your like second degree contacts or most of the really fun interesting things come out of yeah i know that, mm. i know that i really mm. started to like have a good group of friends in college and then when i came back from college and had like an actual full-time job and i had church community and all these different people in my life that's when it started to expand but that wasn't until I was like 26 that I really kind of let that happen do you guys think that in your early 20s you started to move out of that I feel like my transition was a little different because I moved to eastern Washington right after I graduated so I was forced to expand because I didn't know anybody out there so I was forced to expand my circle dramatically I mean find new quote-unquote best friends or you know Mm -hmm. create that like sanctuary i guess of those people mm-hmm. that's true and then well you too actually i guess you left tyler left for indo yeah and except so <laughs> you brought your friends, new friends i know you brought them with you <laughs> come on guys we're gone away for two years no it, it's definitely harder when there's no one well there i guess there was probably someone there but when there's a language barrier Mm-hmm. That makes it hard to meet new people. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. It's culturally different. I mean, even if you spoke the same language, you're not, quote unquote, speaking the same language when it comes to certain things. Yeah. And for some reason, like, Brady and I always joked about this. Everyone our age had, like, left the country. Everyone who grew all the Indonesians who were, like, mm. from 22 to 25, there were no one there. Mm-hmm. Was there, like, a big group of... Um, generation that would like go out to another another country to yeah. work is that what would happen or to or to go to school so that's oh. where they all were like brain drain kind of if they're educated they leave is that mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. okay here's a question do you guys ever feel like you're overwhelmed with where you're at in your life I don't like being an adult I think that's what overwhelms well, yeah. me I mean responsibility. <laughs> And I feel like me and Tyler are living the ultimate dream right now. Like, mm-hmm. we're, we're both living with our parents, <laughs> like, <laughs> working day jobs. Like, that's kind of what I always envisioned my life to be like, you know? So, the other day, I, like, started having, having a mini, like, panic attack. And I was thinking, oh, my gosh, I'm 25 and I'm still living with my parents. And then I started thinking of all my friends. I was like, oh, my gosh. No one is living at home. And then I was like, wait, Nathan's living with his parents. <laughs> right, we can marry each other. Yeah, and then I was like, oh, I'm set. Like, I don't care anymore. <laughs> and like, but, it's, but it was like, that's really what happened. I like, felt way better. <laughs> it's because we can bear each, like to each other. You yeah. know, like, well, as long as Tyler's living at home, I think it'll yeah. be okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you guys just need to discuss before you guys make any big yeah. changes. Make life decisions. Yeah. Hold hands and move out. <laughs> You're not going to buy a car, are you? <laughs> um, so... Tyler just turned 25. When did you turn 25? I turned 25 in November, so I'll be turning 26, 26 in November mm-hmm. if I did that math correctly. Yeah. That's, <laughs> you're good at that. Thank you. 
Um, when I turned 25, I literally had a breakdown. Well, not literally, but it was teetering on an mm. actual breakdown. Um, did you guys have any panic about turning 25? <laughs> Tyler's like, shaking no, his head. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I totally did. I had like a quarter-life crisis. I basically, yeah. I mean, I had like, my, I realized my goal right after I'd left college was just to pay my student loans off. And when I started getting close to that happening, I was like, what, what do I do with the rest of my life? Like, it hadn't occurred to me. Yeah. Anything past that point, um, yeah, it was bad. It was I was like I had to redefine a lot of things that I thought were important to me and friend circles and yeah, yeah. Twenty five was tough. Yeah, no oh, thanks. I think it happened like my birthday's May first, so it happened like my little breakdown happened in the summer, and I remember calling my sister. I'm adopted, and so we're both the same age. We're like eight days apart, and she was. I said, okay, this is gonna sound really stupid, but. I literally am having a panic attack and I'm crying because I just turned 25. And she's like, no, I get it. I just did that last week. So <laughs> like, we were able to like... Commiserate. Yeah. And well, when you have other family members doing what you thought you would be doing, like mm. marriage, kids, Ugh. go to I mean, Bible college, yeah. get married, right? It's called bridal college for a reason. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, that's what mine was called. <laughs> it's your MRS degree. Yeah. Um... So when you just don't meet those goals that you had for your life, but then mm. other goals come up. So this is, um, number four says, pursue your long lost passions. I don't know if in your 20s you really have any long lost passions, <laughs> as opposed to like maybe what do you want to be when you grow up, <laughs> like, like a ballerina or a firefighter. Astronaut. Yeah. <laughs> Things that are not. Finally, okay. <laughs> my dream can come true. <laughs> but is there anything that you maybe want to pursue? That you are now like, yeah, I can, I'm going to try and pursue that. Like being an astronaut. I'm going <laughs> to pursue being 30, flirty, and thriving. That's mine. You can't have that. I'm going to pursue it. Okay. Maybe <laughs> you have it like, now, but... We'll give you a makeover and <laughs> expand your inner circle. Yeah. Travel no. abroad for a little no, while. No, I don't want to expand my inner circle. Eat, pray, love, those kinds of things. Yeah, well... Listen, Tyler, you have to expand your inner circle if you want to meet someone. I will never. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to bring someone to you, as yeah. it feels like at this point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. That's, That's like, what friends are to show up. <laughs> <laughs> you have to do all the work of expanding your circle to find me someone. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll just reap the benefits of that. How does that sound? Are you listening? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Tyler. <laughs> Universe, you hear that? <laughs> So, Nathan, what about you? Do you have any long-lost passion? passion. You know, I I don't really have anything in my mind that I'm like, I have to do, or even as a child, I was like, I have to do this before I'm X age. I feel like sometimes I hear about something, like, oh, that sounds kind of interesting. I'll try that. Um, I've been doing longer and longer, like, hiking and biking. It's been mm-hmm. kind of fun. Um, yeah, some, like, coding, like, web development. I thought it would be kind of fun to learn that. I don't know. I don't feel like there's anything that I had as a, as when I was talking closer to the microphone. I don't think there's anything I had when I was a kid that I like needed to do, or even as a young twenty something. So I feel like I usually end up like feeding off of other people's passions. I'm like, yeah, that sounds fun or interesting. I'll I'll try that. And I feel like I become inspired just because they're so interested in it, but I don't like keep up with it necessarily. Mm-hmm. I always thought it'd be really cool to have a library slash coffee shop. But then that's borders, <laughs> <laughs> chapters. Yeah, I mean, I mean Barnes and Noble. Like, it's, I thought it would be really cool. I do want you to know that as a child, I was eating M and M's, and I thought they should put peanut butter in these things. 
oh my gosh. I should have spoke up sooner. Yeah. They probably stole that idea. They probably have some sort of dream machine that they were stealing children's (laughs) ideas. I think Reese's pieces were out though. So So you were plagiarizing. (laughs) Well, okay. I did think that it would be cool to have peanut butter and jelly in a bite. Would that be weird in an M&M? Peanut butter and jelly? Mm. That'd be be crunchy, I feel like, to be able to blend those. I mean, if it was like chocolate. I like chocolate and peanut butter. I like chocolate and like... Jelly? Fruits. Ish. Ish. Is that too much of a good thing? I don't know. Email them. Just in case. (laughs) Just in case. Patent pending. (laughs) (laughs) PB&J, M&M. Oh, so good. Maybe I thought it was a good idea. Um... So this last one is stop expecting to be happy all the time. I know I went through that as a 20, in my 20s was seeing all these people that were happy all the time or just always up here. And then now as a 30-year-old, I'm like, okay, I can't be like that all the time. Like It takes a lot of energy. And then it makes everyone expect that you are always on instead of being a real person. So you guys, are you guys, do you guys ever, have you gone through that? Are you in the middle of it? Transitioning no. to grown uphood? No. <laughs> I am not an adult. <laughs> no, I'm happy all the time. Wait, what? <laughs> what is this unhappiness you speak of? My drugs make me happy all the time. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'm I have a pretty consistent um personality, maybe. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Do you ever feel like you're frustrated or in a bad mood or just maybe drained? I think it's more drained. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of patience, but I lose my social energy and need to go home. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just want to be here on the couch with my book. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. You read books? Um, I go through book spurts. I'm currently going through a book spurt, which <laughs> means I'll hopefully finish this book before I go out of the spurt. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, there'll always be another carcass on the side of your book. Exactly, book. Yeah. <laughs> No, I, I think that's true about unhappiness. I feel like often when I look at Facebook, you only see the highlights or what people want to show you. And so it's easy to compare, well, I don't feel like that or my life isn't like that. And their life probably isn't even like that either necessarily. But you, it's easy to compare because it's easy to look at and it's easy to judge or assume. Um, yeah, I think when I graduated, I had a pretty good time in college. I just kind of assumed that would continue and that has not been the case so far. Um there's been a lot of even this like two this last couple of weeks have been pretty bad I think for our community we had uh, someone who died within our community in the last couple of weeks and some pretty rough conversations that happened around it and yeah so it's I am definitely more aware that life is not um, always awesome and sometimes you have to either choose or fight for or work for happiness or fun things like it doesn't just happen to you I feel like a lot of times in college or even in high school, like I wouldn't have to work very hard and just fun things would just appear or happen or, or I'd be invited. And I, I don't feel like that's the case as much anymore. And I, when you have, I think as you enter adulthood, you are able to ask yourself how you want to act or what kind of things you want to be about or take on to yourself. And mm-hmm. happiness can be one of those things if you want it to be. And some people choose not to have that be a part of them. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's fine too. I don't think there's a, necessarily a right way. I think it's a lot more fun to choose to be happy but well yeah it's it's hard sometimes though like oh you're saying like it depends on what's going on in your community or your life um it's just difficult 
And then as you get older, I remember being a kid thinking, I just want to be a grown-up where I can do what I want. <laughs> I can drive wherever I want. <laughs> and now I'm like, I don't want to get in the car and go across town to the grocery store. <laughs> like, I'm terrible. like, oh, the worst. <laughs> if there was one thing that you could go back now and tell yourself when you were 18 going into this start of an independent life, what would you tell yourself? That's hard because I think there's there's a lot of opportunity for me to like <laughs> give myself advice. Like, <laughs> what? Which one do I pick? Um, Any or as many as you want. Just don't be too hard on yourself, or we're gonna have a different conversation. Uh oh. <laughs> I don't know. Nine eleven. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Osama bin Laden. Eighteen. <laughs> eighteen. Oh, sorry. Eighteen. You're right. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Do you guys have something? Want <laughs> to take a pass? Come back to me. Like that guy in a restaurant. I'm like, um, maybe he's starting with that other person real quick. Come back to me. Oh, they all, they all said that. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll have the uh, linguini, I guess. Um, I don't know. I like. I think the information that I had at the time when I was that age. I feel like I tried to make the best decisions possible. Um, I think as a young 18-year-old, I don't know if I would... I think I was too prideful even to probably listen if someone like me would have come up and <laughs> think about this or do that. Or I, I think probably the biggest thing would just be like, it's going to be hard. I don't think anyone really warned me when I was leaving high school or college, like life is going to be hard and you're going to have to work for it. I, I think if I would have... I don't know if that would have changed necessarily the things that I did, but I, I think it was just a shock. I think I was surprised at how difficult things were afterwards. Not that I had things handed to me necessarily when I was younger, but mm-hmm. yeah, it was a surprise, definitely. Um, I think that I would go back and tell myself to relax. I mean, as far as having expectations on other people and friends and just expectations on life and where you think you should be, um, even expectations on God, like putting him in a box and what your life should look like, and that you are the person to make choices for yourself. Like it is okay for you to make choices. It doesn't, you're not trying to please anyone. You need to think about how this is going to affect you and how you can move forward out of it. And going to Bible college was really hard on me because I thought that it was okay to put like my future in a box and the expectations of myself in a box. And it was really structured that way. And um, I think that I would definitely tell myself to just, relax. It's okay. It's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. You will wake up, you know, you will survive mm-hmm. through this and, you know, like, yeah, you'll have to pay bills or yeah, you'll have to do this or student loans, but you can do it. It'll be all right. <laughs> all right, Tyler, it's your turn now. Mm. <laughs> so mine is a little bit harder to, I'm trying to figure out how to word this, um, but it's more like just a general, like how to deal with people, not deal with people, but like be friends with people and socialize. Um, and this is like, this is something that I have to remind myself, like even today all the time. Um, like it's easier for me to socially take the backseat and like allow someone else to be like welcoming and inviting to me. And if they're not, then nothing will happen. Mm -hmm. And so I'm constantly having to remind myself that like the one thing I can control, I can't control how they're going to like react, but I can choose to be welcoming to everyone and like basically like welcome them to me almost like being just a hospitable person in general even if they're like not at my house um and so that's something that 
I have to try and be intentional about, and I didn't realize that until more recently. So if I could have started that at 18, I think that mm-hmm. I might have a bigger friend circle. <laughs> <laughs> Expand. Expand now. That's funny. That's good, Tyler. That's really good, Tyler. Thank you. You made some excellent progress today. Thank you. <laughs> On your... I don't know. We should well call being? this counseling. 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 Oh, God. <laughs> that like, took a turn. <laughs> oh, gosh. Is this why I'm here? <laughs> Am I locked in this room for that reason? Wait, the door's locked? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. So in some of our other episodes with um, just interviewing guys, oh. you are a guy. I am of the male gender. gender? Yes. Persuasion, whatever you want to call it. I was going to say you were saying that. Yeah, I was thinking that too. How does it sound right? (laughs) Me too. Um, We've talked about some guy versus girls questions. So like if I can ask a question about guys, get a perspective, and then if you have a question about girls to ask that question. And we've had DJ on. (laughs) (laughs) What did DJ As we all laugh. (laughs) What did he? I'm I'm very curious. (laughs) Well, I think in one of the earlier episodes he asked... um, like, why do women have, uh, like, kind of play the game? Like, like if Tyler said, hey, what do you want for dinner? And mm-hmm. a girl would be like, I don't know. What do you want? But she has the answer in her mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that kind of thing. And, um, like, girls in sports, of course. And, well, you know, like, their, per- like their, um, their perspective of sports. And guys, mm-hmm. like, doing tailgate parties and being, like, all in. So really, it's any. It, this is this is a safe space. This is a, this is the safe <laughs> this is square. A comfortable place. <laughs> this is comfortable. Very comfortable. <laughs> Whatever you want to ask. Um, wh- one that frequents. I think I don't know if did was it just DJ that we asked this to? I think DJ's the only other guy that's been on, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, but we've asked um, if a girl could ask a guy out, a guy's perspective on a girl. Asking a guy out. <laughs> <laughs> what? I haven't posted that one yet. What did uh, what was his name? Um, I don't, I don't know. He was like, it's weird. it's weird. And then he's like, well, girls could do it if they wanted to. And I was like, well. I think it. I think it depends on several things. It depends on the context of how they're asking too. you out. I think if it would. What if they passed you a note? That'd be super. Yeah, that's super hot. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm just kidding. Check yes or no. Do you like me? Check yes or no. Ooh, right. Yes, obviously. Obviously. Plus, plus, plus. <laughs> I I think it depends. Yeah, I think it depends on the girl, like what I know of them or about. I think if I just met them. Like in a bar, and they came up and was like, hey, we should go get lunch next week. I'd be like, I'm maybe Hell. not interested in that. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I think there's, I've talked to plenty of girls who are very inviting. So I, I'm not, like, that doesn't put me off if they're like, hey, you should come hang out with, I'm like, oh, okay, you're inviting me to this thing, you're interested in this thing. Mm-hmm. Like, that doesn't perturb me at all. I th- yeah, I think it would just depend on the context. Probably the same way that girls get, put off by guys who just randomly ask like <laughs> I was talking to girls that get asked out by guys in the gym all the time well, yeah. like they're like on the treadmill and this guy comes up oh hey oh hey excuse me like trying to put their <laughs> arm over the top of the machine like so I was just sitting here hanging out then you should come over and uh, lift some weights or something or come here often I feel like that's that would be weird you know so <laughs> I'm not I don't know I'm not much of a gender stereotype yeah. Kind of guy. I think that every once in a while, though, it rears its ugly head about something. Like, I, I dated a girl that could, 
uh, bike farther than I could. <laughs> I was like, is that okay? Like, I think, stronger than I think me. I'm okay. Now. And she like, was smarter than me too. So I was like, I'm okay with this. Yeah, I think this is okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, what if but, your future wife made more money than you? Actually, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. I want to find like, <laughs> like an older cougar. Yeah, like she's like, she doesn't want to give up her career. You know, she just wants to have a couple kids, but wants to keep working. Like I just stay at home. Mr. You're like, I'll have the kids. Yeah. Mr. Mom, you know, really? Like, You'd do that. I would. Yeah. I'd be interested in that. <laughs> Tyler was like, Tyler. I mean, in theory, right. I've never been asked. No one's proposed <laughs> to me yet. Well, then, if a like, woman proposed to you. I think it would depend on the context again. I think it would depend, like yeah. if we'd already talked a lot about it and she was like, I'm just going to do this. I would feel the need to propose back to her in some way, you know, like to right. reciprocate. Um, I asked that question to Tyler um, <laughs> a few weeks ago and he was like, yeah, I would love to have a wife that made more money than me. Yeah. But the staying home with the kids. Oh yeah. I'm not equipped for that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not equipped for that. I think they would miss out on a parent because <laughs> I wouldn't like, really mm. know. <laughs> He's like, Can oh, you're you dirty. Like, scoots mm. over there. <laughs> Don't touch me. <laughs> like, I think about how you treat Boo. Like how you yeah, treat your kids. Uh-huh. You're like, oh, you peed your pants. Oh, um, you smell bad. Get go, away. Go sit in the tub till your mom comes home. <laughs> Just go outside. <laughs> yeah, I'll hose you down. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Mm. That's funny. But I don't know. I feel like if a girl asked a guy out, like that wouldn't be. Maybe it's just because I'm more like relaxed about it. But if I saw a guy that I liked and was like, hey, do you want to go grab a cup of coffee or a sushi roll? I don't know. But something like non-aggressive. But some guys are super hypersensitive about mm-hmm. women being strong and independent and just taking the reins mm-hmm. <laughs> in a, any arena. It's definitely a control thing. I, I mean, I think in our, like, this, I'm speaking specifically like Western cultural society, maybe even like suburban Hillsborough society, but I mean, there's definitely like a... Which a, we're not in Hillsborough. We're not. I'm just kidding. <laughs> there's definitely like a part of me that like... Are we going to cut that out? Should I not have said Probably that? The, the stalkers will find Meep. us. Oh, God. We have a lot of crowds. <laughs> They're all asking us out all the time. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> stop. Crowds. I think there's definitely something to be said for we are accustomed as males to being kind of either driving or at least in somewhat control of the speed of a relationship mm-hmm. and usually to be the one to either push or ask or initiate. And I, I, don't, I don't think that's by and large the case with all males. But I did, even for me, like someone who's not very traditional, there's definitely every once in a while it's kind of like, if, if a girl does that kind of thing, it's like, mm, does that bother me? No, it doesn't. But it, like, it is initially like a trigger. Like, oh, should I, should I be paying attention to this? Does this bother me? Right. Uh, yeah. So I guess that answers the question about older women, too. Oh, yeah. He's like, experienced <laughs> older cougar. Experienced. <laughs> no, I think it depends. She has to be cool. I mean, most of the women I've dated are younger, but I would, no, I'm not opposed. Uh, Rough around the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Smoking for, you know, 10 years, living in a trailer. Smoked a couple of packs of yeah, cigarettes a day for like a, a Like a Britney Spears that just has aged yeah. herself, a little bag oh around the God. eyes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Duh, Britney, who wouldn't? Um, I did read this article that said um, men... Like, they don't dream, like, they don't, like, sit back and go, oh, my wedding day is going to be like this. But they think about, oh, when I propose, like, it's going to be like this. Like, they think more about the proposal and spending their life with someone as opposed to 
like actually like planning the details of the day. I have a proposal story. Oh, <laughs> proposal story. All right, story. so I yeah, I have a proposal story. Um, in college, Brady and Joseph and I we decided that we were going to befriend <sighs> this group of three girls who were they're a couple years younger than us, and we were like they look awesome, so we're gonna force this friendship to happen. So we like <laughs> took we like took them out somewhere and did something fun. Um, and then they like, they're like, okay, well now we're going to do it. And so they, they planned this day for us and they told us to dress up, um, and they didn't tell us anything else. And so they brought us to Washington square dressed up and they were dressed up too. And they, they, um, brought us to like this one corner of the mall and they're like, okay, this is what's going to happen. We are going to pair up with you guys. And each one of uh, each one of you guys is gonna have five dollars to spend, and you have to go buy a propo- a wedding ring, like a proposal ring, from some shop here, and you have to propose to us. And um, oh yeah, they they told us that each one of us was gonna have to go to a, a specific location. We wouldn't know which girl was there, and so um, so we did that. And like I think I found my ring at Claire's or something. So I bought my <laughs> I brought my ring from Claire's, and I met up, and I was paired with um, with Carly. And, um, so we went in front of Dick's Sporting Goods, just right out there in the middle. And I got down on one knee and proposed and then realized, oh no, most, like most couples would kiss right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to kiss Carly. What? (laughs) And so we just like hugged and like people were watching. I think they were kind of confused, but then we had like. The other two couples, they were, like, off, like, trying to blend in. They're, like, clapping and trying to make a big scene and stuff. Um, oh and so Joseph, he he was the last one, and he he um, decided that he was going to propose in the food court. And so, like, so Brady and I were, like, camping out. Like, we had something planned, and, like, we were trying to, like, make a secret scene. And so people, like, around us that were eating, like, their Happy Panda or Panda Express or whatever, they're like, what's going on? And we're like trying, we're like trying to just, we're like being over dramatically secretive, and so all of a sudden they come up the elevator, they stand in front of the elevator, and by this time a lot of people are looking, and then so th- he proposes, and she like lets out a scream, and she's jumping up and down, and like she made the perfect scene, <laughs> and then like he picked her up, and like half of the food court started clapping, wow, and it was so good, and then so fast forward two weeks. Later, this uh, this lady who I was working with in the admissions office, she I told her the story, and she's like, oh, my gosh. My friend two weeks ago posted, someone just proposed in the food court out of the mall. <laughs> who does that? <laughs> it was so good. Oh but we realized that you have to have an escape plan if you're going to propose, mm. and that was something we hadn't thought about because – you can't just be like, oh, we're proposed now. <laughs> Let's go buy some Sabara. <laughs> yeah. Or like, you don't have to be at the mall, but like, what do you want to do? <laughs> like, oh, sorry, you're right. I guess we go home now? <laughs> what? You have to like have a party afterwards. Yeah. yeah. So you've already proposed to a girl. I have. I have a weird proposal story as well. Wow. More on the, on the well, subject. I have, a, I have one that will probably win, but it's Oh, okay. God. Okay. Well, never mind then. I don't even want to <laughs> no, say no, more. Well, you go. You okay, okay. We have to build, I guess. Yeah. So... My birthday is in November, which a lot of people's birthdays are because nine months before is February, especially the middle of February specifically. So you can do the math on that one. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, so one of my friends in Walla Walla, she had a birthday that was the day after mine. 
And so we, we decided that we didn't want to have a, like compete for our friends essentially. So we're like, all right, let's do a a night for just you, a night for just me. And then like a group party over the weekend that will celebrate both of our birthdays. So we started thinking, okay, well, what kind of themed party could we do that incorporates two people? So we started thinking, oh, we could do this, we could do that. And then someone kind of offhandedly was like, oh, we could like, you know, what's, like what's something that's with a guy and a girl? Well, like a wedding. Like that's kind of a oh like a theme, <laughs> I guess. And so we like snorted and thought that was pretty funny. But people would not let it go. Like they kept saying, oh, so when the when's the wedding? When's the wedding party? When's the... And uh, this was months out. And people started like, I said, all right, fine. Let's let's move forward on it. And people freaked out. They're like, I, we need to get decorations. We oh need to God. like get a cake. Like who's going to oh do... Everybody had roles. There was like a... Br- there's the bride and the groom, of course. And there's like the best man, best women, like or bridesmaids, and then there was, like, father and bride, the groom, and, like, <laughs> it was very elaborate. There was, um, uh, the ceremony was completely planned, and then so the night before, we were out at this bar, and someone's like, you have to, like, propose to her to make this a real thing. So I was like, and I had a couple of drinks, so I was like, that sounds like a great idea. Yeah, I have to do that. So we drive out to uh, whatever, like, Fred Meyer, buy a ring pop, and drive back to this bar, and I, like, <laughs> She, like get down on one knee. I was like, "You have maybe the happiest friend, and if you would join our friendship together in a holy friendship matrimony or something <laughs> like that." The bar just oh, these drunk guys just thought that was awesome, and like she got hit on a lot that night. Surprisingly, oh, like oh, after she got man. the ring pop, yeah, I was All like, right. "You're welcome." Jeez, can I take a lick of your ring pop? <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> so the wedding was awesome. There was a bachelor bachelorette party beforehand. Ooh, and then the actual ceremony was pretty good. And then, like, four hours of solid dancing followed, by, like, with our, like, probably 30 or 40 people. So Sounds elaborate. I didn't, yeah. I planned the proposal, I guess, and I didn't really plan the wedding. So maybe that's the answer to the question of <laughs> later on, even though I've helped with a lot of weddings. I don't know. So mm-hmm. I, I, I could definitely put one together, but... Yeah, it was it was very exhilarating. Yeah, there's just this moment like right when you get down one, and you're like, "Whoop, I'm sold now." Like, yep. <laughs> gotta go for it. Can't turn back. <laughs> wow, I can't believe you both have proposed to someone <laughs> like in a joking manner. I've never heard of someone proposing like, a, as a joke, and the other person being seriously like, weird. Yeah, so like, weird. Oh my god, you guys are funny. Um, mine is really weird, like really strange, and I I don't know if it's as funny. Okay. My sister's going to be super happy that I'm sharing this on the Strange podcast because she always brings it up. She's It's always like that one decision that I made that I'm like, like something was like taking over my mind. My sister brings it up all the time. So I went to Haiti. This is the Haiti Oh, story. Haitian prince. <laughs> kind of, not really. Okay. <laughs> kind of, but yes. <laughs> but also yes. A Haitian prince. Oh, my God. <laughs> No, I went there on a mission trip, and I totally regret the whole thing <laughs> because he was one of the pastors at the church there, but we had, like, got to know each other. And then Ooh. when I came back, like, he was like, I want to marry you. What? Closer. Oh. He's like, well, like, I want to marry you. And for, for, like, three months, I was like, okay, how can I do this? How can I move over there? And then I was sitting. <laughs> you guys are so shocked. My mouth is open in case you can't see me on the radio <laughs> right now. <laughs> I was so, like, wrapped up in it, like... I was like, this, of course, yeah. this guy is really sweet. Um, he'll like go and do good work for the rest of my life. And I was sitting in a red robin with my mom, and the Trailblazers were on a TV in the background. Classic. And I was like, I, I was watching the Trailblazers play, and I was like, 
if I am in Haiti, I cannot watch cable. I cannot watch the trailblazers. I cannot sit in Red Robin with my mom. I cannot use my curling iron. Like I just like started oh going. <laughs> Open the floodgates. <laughs> Thanks, trailblazers. <laughs> saved saved another marriage. <laughs> but my sister, every like for a, like Six months when I'd see her, she'd be like, hey, remember that time you almost married that Haitian guy? Oh my God. <laughs> I'm like, would you stop bringing that up? Like, <laughs> It was one time. Gosh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> They're very forward they over are there. Too. That's like, they, like they jump straight to it. It's like, hey, you're interesting. Let's get married tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My mom was like, I'll have to send you packages like every week of like peanut butter and like all these things that you love. No, I'm not leaving. Wow. <laughs> I'm staying in the land of peanut butter and trailblazers. <laughs> My Haitian man can come with me. My Haitian prince. <laughs> so that's probably wow. one of my most... Wow, yeah, that's a little bit more real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you guys. <laughs> we all have fake proposals. Yeah. Or you actually have real life you're bringing to this conversation. Wow, that's intense. It's easy to get wrapped up in. I know from my uh, wedding party, you know, it's, yeah. mm-hmm. people just got sucked in. Well, and so I, excited. I think that I'm more of a romantic type. Like, I like the idea of romance and love. And so when you get to know somebody and you see the best of them, it's like, hey... Why not? I could, and I am just like a futuristic person. Like I can just see and like picture how the future would be. And so it's like, why not? Like, why not jump in with both feet? Oh, wait, it's Haiti. <laughs> oh, wait. All right. Don't want to jump in that water, actually. It's got some, got some other stuff in there. So, yeah. There's, so there's that. <laughs> nice. I can't believe I told you guys that. Wow. How, much, how different your life would be right now? Oh, I think about it often. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I probably have like a million children. Yeah. Except to be the cutest kids on the planet. Aww, I've never seen an ugly biracial baby. Duh. That's so true. <laughs> I have. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It's really funny actually because in Indonesia, like they were all these little cute babies and we knew, we knew several couples that were like, um, like an American and an Indonesian. Um, and they all had cute kids except for this one. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, <laughs> you have what a happened? big head. <laughs> So it is possible. That's great. Maybe we'll grow into it. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think maybe we'll. I don't know. You might still have a radio show potentially in Haiti. Yeah. Can anyone hear me? Hello. <laughs> is this on? I don't want to. I, I don't want to go there now. Okay. All right. I'm Let's scared. bring you back. Let's bring back to the safe bring place. Back. Safe square. Back to this anonymous place. Yeah. Yeah. Important. Right. Um. What time are we at, Tyler? Forty. Wow. We got some good stuff with you. Time flies. Um, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> humble you. Brag, but <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we can do... Do you have any girl questions? Girl questions? I feel like I hang out with girls quite a bit. I feel like most of my questions get answered on accident. Like the other... <laughs> 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 They'll just be talking, and I'm like, oh, oh, that makes so much sense. <laughs> the other day, someone told me about bra sizes. I had no idea. What? There's like, there's a length for which it goes around your sternum, mm-hmm. and then there is a size proportionate to the surface area that it needs to cover. <laughs> and then there's like variations between those two, right? So mm-hmm. if you have a certain... Uh, length around your sternum, certain girth, then you need to have a different kind of uh, size of cup to be able to cover the surface here. Did not know that. That had not even <laughs> occurred to me. Are you kidding? That, that was the 
And then the sizing makes absolutely no sense. Like it goes D and then more Ds to make it larger. But then a more A's is smaller <laughs> for some reason. Feels like it was some nervous scientist who didn't know much about women. <laughs> like who was starting to make up like, okay, okay, so, so um, A, I, I guess. We'll just start with that. Like why not a number? Why can't you go negative? I mean, that doesn't make any sense to me. You have a limited numbers of the alphabet. Why do you add more letters? Why not just keep going down? There's You can keep going down the alphabet. All valid questions. These are all the valid. I mean, if all. I were making bra sizes mm-hmm. for women, that's how it would go. <laughs> but, or I've, something even less generic than that. It would be like not even a number system because I feel like women always want smaller numbers or, or larger or whatever. Mm-hmm. You just come up with like <laughs> animals maybe. Numbers. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> colors maybe. Oh, you, you wear a yellow. That's cool. Like... <laughs> Or, I don't know. I've heard, speaking of bras, I've heard this fact, like, <laughs> repeated so many times. Continue. And, and working in retail, like, I hear it all the time. Like, something like 80% of women don't, like, don't know their bra size, their correct yeah, bra size. that's what they were talking like, 80% about. of the women are wearing the wrong bra size. Like, where, did you, where are you getting this information and why are why is this happening? Yeah. Well, then they get actually sized. I've talked to several women about this and they're like, oh my gosh, it makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, there's a part of me that's like, maybe I should... I mean, I I'd, don't know if I'd I'll like need to know. one, but I just to be sure. Yeah. Like, I mean, maybe, maybe I'm wearing I, the wrong brief prize, <laughs> 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 wrong shirt size. I don't know. What would that even be? <laughs> Go to a tailor, probably the wrong suit size. I'm sure that's it. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I'm trying to think what the equivalent would be, like a jock strap, maybe? Like something that really yes. supports and yes. like, yes, yes, yes. yes. That's the one. <laughs> 80%, let it be known, world, 80% of men are wearing the wrong jock strap size. <laughs> or not wearing one, hopefully. Or also all. not. Hot, yeah. Oh my God. How do they know that, though? You know? Scientists, pervy, pervy scientists. <laughs> Yeah, you should definitely come in to get your bra adjusted. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I don't even know how to, like, <laughs> go to the next topic. There's this no is on you, Josephine. <laughs> you should have You opened the floor. <laughs> I did open that That's can of worms. Like, just, I mean, it, you know, it, it doesn't have to be censored. We okay. can do the censoring. Okay. Uh, how about uh, different activities? What? Like, I feel like there's been a couple of friends of mine that have been in relationships that they, how, how many of your activities have to be shared and how many have to be separate? And is that a point of pain for women if they, like, maybe it depends on your personality too, versus introvert versus extrovert. I think it depends on the woman. Like, um, as a independent adult woman, I can definitely say that. I like having my own things, but I also like would like to do things together. But knowing that he's independent enough to like go and do his own thing, like that's way more attractive than a guy who's like, I just want to be with you all the time. Ugh. Can I be at your Ugh. girls' night? <laughs> like, wait, no, but for real, can I? <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, I really want to. Like, yeah. Sounds super fun. Are you guys gonna have brownies? Wanna, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> he's having wine and brownies. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like the best. <laughs> Is that a 2007 Merlot? Damn. <laughs> um, I think it depends on the girl, but like I know that I would, it's way more attractive to have a guy that's like, I have my own thing. It doesn't mean you have to be involved with it, but if you want to come, like that would be great. But it's okay for me to like go and have my 
own activities. But I like doing things together. I'm an extrovert, though. I like the more people we get on board, the better. With oh. my plans, I'm that kind of person. Includer. Yep. Mm. <laughs> get on the bus. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. Sure, you look sure, creepy. You Great. Look nice. Come get on. on. <laughs> I want to come. Sure. Almost man into the back. <laughs> what are you then? Is it the disc profile? The disc profile? Yeah. I am a split between an ISC and I have very little D. I'm actually working on my uh, D-ness, I guess you could say, mm, whatever you want to call that. You can, you can blurp that out, I guess, if you want. <laughs> no, I've, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> working on my D. Well, it's for my... <laughs> in my professional life, though, no, for real, that's, that's something that I have been told, like, you need to be more dominant, because often mm. if people ask me to do something, I'm, more, I'm kind of a pushover. And I'm like, mm. oh, yeah, I just want you to be happy, and I want everybody to be on board. That sounds great. I'll get it done. So I've been trying to be more, and then, I mean, some of the, like, when we were talking about, like, Tyler's car analogy, like, sitting in the back of the car, it's much more easy to be passive if you don't, I feel like when you start inviting people along, you have to start being a little more callous, because you don't, there's a potential that people won't like what you're doing, or be unhappy with what you're doing, so I think it's just being okay with that, mm-hmm. and, like, making it a good experience anyways, and that there's going to be some parts that aren't perfect. Yeah, I'm definitely high... I is like my highest, and then mm. D. That's it. Oh, <laughs> that so explains like, a lot. <laughs> um, I guess uh, you S high S I. The I think C right. You have some C really. I think I'm mostly S. I don't know. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. I I could see some C. I guess. I haven't seen your room. Is it clean? Mm, usually not. <laughs> Mine's not clean. Is your room clean? Mm, mostly. <laughs> the problem is I live with my parents right now, and so there's a very small corner of my world that I live in, so it ends up looking messy because I used to live in an apartment by myself, so just mm. shove it all in one place. Yeah. Are you, are you an introvert then? I can pretend to be an introvert, yeah. Are you really an extrovert? I think I was. I would have always said I was an extrovert until I moved to eastern Washington and I lived by myself for two and a half years. Mm -hmm. So for the first six months, I didn't know anyone. And my job, I didn't really talk to anyone. So for about four or five months, literally people would go weeks without talking to me and I never used my voice. So after a while, you just, you adjust. Your brain has to adapt to the kinds of places where it receives energy and receives affirmation so it used to be like if i was sitting in line and like fred meyer and someone was in front of me it was like oh nice pretzels huh that's cool i like pretzels you know <laughs> but now if i like get into a group i'm like oh god i hope these people don't take energy from me right now i'm like not anticipating it's that. mine <laughs> my precious <laughs> seriously. so it just depends i think if my plans are to be with people i'm with people and i'll do that um if I if the plan is that I need to be by myself for several days, like I, I and I know that's happening, I can do that as well. But mm-hmm. I see my propensity is probably more slightly extrovert than introvert, but I can. Mm-hmm. Like you get your energy from being around people more often. Just depends. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think again it has to do with the planning thing. I think if my plans get interrupted, that's frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I do a little better living with people than I do not, but. Yeah, I think it depends. I think my sense of normality and the feeling that my life is okay comes more often from hanging out with people. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't say that I feel always more energized necessarily. Mm-hmm. We spend quite a bit of time on the podcast talking about just our personalities and that kind of stuff. Got it. Like, have you, have you taken the strength finders? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one of mine is adaptability. So oh. that's that's one of the, I think I can kind of adjust. But my top one is 
connectedness. Really? So hmm. depends. Depends on what it is. Connectedness can be with people or with ideas or themes. So I think if I'm able to, I can expand that idea of connectedness outside of people groups into like nature or mm-hmm. activity or whatever that is. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Just depends. What are your other ones? Oh man. I know, right? Everyone Stretching my brain this. piece. Like, okay, let's see. Memory. Um Connectedness, individualization. I have that. Empathy. I have that. Quit interrupting him. I'm going to ask you in a second what yours are. Uh, oh, I have Woo. I have Woo the last time I did it. Um, and there's one other one that I'm forgetting. The time I took it before, I had like responsibility, positivity, a- achiever. Wow, it really changed. And, yeah, I did. And that was only like a year later. So I think it depends on whatever job I'm in. I can, I those, I pull up whatever strengths I think I need for that time. Wow. Mm-hmm. Tyler, you're just like connected. No. Nice no. harmony guy. Harmony. 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 Harmonizer, whatever it is. Empathy. Empathy. Individualization. Individualization. Consistency. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I can see it. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. And something else. My personality hasn't changed in mm-hmm. 25 yeah. years. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Remember. <laughs> um, my top one is Woo. Oh. I am the social butterfly and I cannot like it's it hurt it pains me to stop talking to people unless I can't find something we have in common which is pretty rare because you'll just keep pushing the issue until there's something (laughs) no I had like a three-hour conversation when I first met him he's an extreme he at that point an extreme introvert and I talked to him for three hours and finally found out that the one thing we have in common is cats (laughs) like he had a cat and I had a cat We had nothing in common at that point in time. It was a couple years ago. But I stuck it out for the long haul. Like, I am committed. (laughs) Isn't it weird when they lick their paws? Oh, my gosh, right? (laughs) We have a lot in common. (laughs) We should be friends. (laughs) Woo. Woo. That's woo, yeah. Oh, futuristic, empathy, really high empathy, communication, and positivity. Hmm. Haven't been feeling very positive. Lately. Lately. Have you taken it again recently? No. I should. <laughs> you should try it, yeah. It's only like 15 bucks. Like 15 bucks. bucks. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, it's just 15 bucks. I mean, it's just 15 bucks. Everybody's I mean, got 15 bucks. <laughs> I'm swimming in my money. <laughs> I have 15 bucks like 10 times right now. I'll get it. So you're going to pay for all of us? No, it's pretending to be you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just, oh, I'm just a fan. I'm so rich. <laughs> I'm rich. I'm not a prompt. <laughs> I'm out of hush and prance. Oh, my God. I didn't do it. You didn't. I backed out. <laughs> but I still got his money. <laughs> oh, my God. But yeah. seriously, if a princess came to you guys and proposed to you, would you do it? What nationality is she? Haitian. Well, it doesn't matter. Well, maybe, yeah. <laughs> no, she lives in Haiti. Oh. Oh, like you would have to move to her yeah. country. Oh. How does she live in Haiti? She lives in a house. Like, in a well, castle. does she like go clubbing every night or? Because that's really what I'm looking for. <laughs> You're a detailed kind of guy. <laughs> I need an older <laughs> clubbing <laughs> professional so I can stay at home with the kids. With the kids. <laughs> and the dog. <laughs> and the dog. But we go clubbing every Tuesday. <laughs> Date night. <laughs> we need oh to depend. If it was like a Dutch princess in a heartbeat. Really? Oh, I love Dutch women. Yeah. Really? I'll say that on the radio, yeah. Dutch women. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm sure there's some I don't, but everyone that I've met has been strikingly beautiful mm-hmm. and intelligent, and they care about the environment. What do Dutch women they look bike like? bike all the time. 
Why do I not know? Like supermodels. <laughs> oh, okay. All of them. Never mind. <laughs> the the light bulb went off. But like down to earth, you know, like humble. <laughs> supermodels are. But also. <laughs> but also. <laughs> oh my God. They're perfect. <laughs> Why are you looking at me? I don't know. I just don't remember what the last thing was. Princess? If, would you marry a princess? Oh, would you marry a princess? Sure. <laughs> He's like, duh, she's would- richer than I am. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would depend, depend on the circumstances. Did she propose to me? Like, sure. Mm-hmm. Why have the glass slippers? Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> what is a strange perspective you had as a child? Perspective. Like Tyler's. Share one of yours <clears throat> so he understands. Do you have a lot? Do you have a lot of these, Tyler? That you, um, like you came into adulthood that with that you wish you would have known? No, mine were more fears. <laughs> so, like, continue. I was irrationally afraid of. Several things like tornadoes um, in the Northwest. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. the draft, like being drafted into the military. <laughs> the war, not the NFL draft. That's what I was like. <laughs> Your fantasy football team. I mean, uh, being being called to be a missionary in Africa. Like you're just going to be randomly selected, and you would have to. Mm-hmm. Like okay. God was going to say, "Go, yeah. go, continue." Yes, stuff like that. High, high school math, <laughs> <laughs> long division mostly. <laughs> But yours doesn't have to be a fear. It could right, be like right. some like outlook or. Yeah. So like when I was a kid, I always thought that like Friends or Seinfeld or like those kind of shows where they had a live audience, they mm. would give them sugar cubes just to make them hyper and laugh. <laughs> laugh the whole time. <laughs> so that's what I thought. <laughs> it didn't happen. <laughs> wow. Those are some really interesting. I'm trying to remember specifically. I mean, I was pretty into dinosaurs. I really wanted those to come back. I remember that. I read this puzzle with the dinosaurs, a bunch of lasers on the sides strapped to their like wrists and things. I was like, man, all of my dreams would come true if we just had dinosaurs with laser cannons. Um, We could win wars. (laughs) (laughs) We could win. We could win the war on terror. With our dinosaur, laser-toting dinosaurs. Um, I don't know. I mean, every once in a while I have, I, like, I'm sure it comes to me when, I, when I'm not really thinking about, like, I was eating a piece of bread the other day, and I was like, I don't know if I want to eat the crust. And I had this vivid memory of my babysitter being like, the crust is all the nutrients in it. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, I don't know if that's true. Like, I, it might be. It very well could be. Yeah. But what if it's not? What if this whole time <laughs> my life is a lie? <laughs> yeah. Wow, it's been a long time since I heard that. <laughs> Or like gum being stuck in your stomach for seven years. Did yeah. About that? Well, I thought there was a, a Magic School Bus episode about that that dispelled a lot of my fears, thankfully. Oh, but <laughs> I, was, I did think that. I thought it was like, you know, three to four years. You'd be trapped inside and then you have a big gummy out exp- expression. I'm trying to think of the most euphemistic way Ooh. to say pooping gum out of my butt. Essentially. <laughs> <laughs> well, I always thought, how does your body know that seven years is up? Like, how does it sort it out? And so then my brain go. thinks like the factory that's inside my stomach to, it, like, it is with little workers yeah. to like sort out all the gum and like label them and expiration dates. That's how my kid brain worked. <laughs> this one's been here for six years. <laughs> and you're almost there, buddy. Hang in there. So close. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Huh. Just the crust? Why would the crust be the nutrients? I don't, I don't of know. The bread? At the time, it made perfect sense. You know? And you didn't like it. And I didn't like it. Oh, I don't like more. This, this like, is not my truth. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know? How do you know it's true? Oh my god! And then as I got older, yeah, I, I'm sure there's other things. Like I don't have like all the classic ones. I don't remember my parents being like Santa's real. 
or anything. I mean, we got presents from Santa, but it was I was always new. It was pretty obvious. Like this is the same wrapping paper that's mm. sitting in the living room right now. So oh, yeah. that's a bummer. I remember when I first found out Santa wasn't real. It was traumatic. It was a bad day. Oh, I cried a lot. Mm. Um, do you guys? Okay, well, how about this? Do you have any embarrassing moments as a kid? I'm sure there's a ton. I have to think about. Tell, do you have any memories? Me and Tyler kind of grew up together. I'm trying to. Like any embarrassing he, moments together. <laughs> right, right. No, I barely remember my childhood. So, <laughs> <laughs> what about what? At what point did you know your parents' names weren't mom and dad? Because I remember when I learned that my mom's name was Brenda. I just felt really alienated and like, like it was a stranger that I've grown yeah, up with. Yeah, like no, your name is Mom, and mm. she's like, no, my name's Brenda, and it just sounded so like I hadn't heard that name yeah. before too. It sounded so <laughs> weird. Yeah, I was listening to I'm going to quote a Malcolm Gladwell thing again, but there's in this book called um, is it Blink? Yeah, I think it's Blink. They're talking about the uh, this theories of Sesame Street and how there's an episode where Big Bird wants to change his name to Roy because he realized he doesn't have a real name. And a child has what's called, um, I think it's called permanent fixation or like uh, uh, attribution error, essentially, where they can't think of anything that has more than one name. So you, you, have, a, you have a dog and you have a cat and either that you can only hold one space in your mind. It can't be both a dog and Fluffy. So if mm-hmm. like as a child, if you only have one, like if someone tries to tell you that that there's two different names for this one thing, it doesn't make sense because it actually, I mean, it's an easy way to come up and like classify the world. Otherwise you'd have, you know, if everything was floating, you wouldn't be able to put it all in one place. Mm-hmm. But, so maybe you did have like a very serious discongruence with like, no, you are not Brenda. You are mom. That's not even a name. <laughs> That's not even a real thing. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um... Yeah, I remember. That wasn't the case for no, you. No, I'm like I'm trying to remember. Like I remember my like seeing our mail. Of course, like my mom would make us get the mail, and I was like, "Oh, Ken and Teresa." Like, but it never occurred to me that like that was weird or like <laughs> off or broken or something like that. You were very perspective. I I guess I don't. I mean, I, it makes you sound like a very intelligent like young child. Actually, I do think I was more intelligent as a kid than I am now in some ways. <laughs> Maybe the world was simpler then. Um, Definitely was simpler. I, yeah, I can't think of anything in particular that like. Mm. Too smart. Too smart. Too smart. No, not true. Um, I think when I, I remember my first girlfriend in high school, I thought for some reason in my mind that you just like can cuddle with them all the time. Like that's, that's what's expected of you. So when we first started dating, I was like, awesome. Like, so we're going to go like cuddle now, right? She's like, what? No. (laughs) (laughs) Like I have to go do this thing. And like, why don't we just watch a movie or something? I was like, oh, I remember being a, and I was like, why am I so disappointed? <laughs> like, like, of course we can't cuddle all the time. Uh, my mind, I was like, oh, that's what you do. That's like, that's, that's totally funny. natural. Oh do you remember the first girl you made cry? Yes, it was fourth grade. Oh. Uh, the girl, what did she say to me? She said something really mean. I don't remember what it was. And I instinctively like punched her in the arm. <laughs> <laughs> Like, not even thinking. And uh, she immediately, like, slumped to the ground and started crying. And I felt so bad. I, like, tore me up inside. Like, you know, they, we used to have this fence that all the recess aides would make you stand against for timeout. And I, like, put myself into timeout. And I I basically, like, swore. I was like, I'm never hitting a girl ever again. <laughs> like, I promise. Yeah, anyways. Oh, my gosh. I, I'm pretty sure. I mean, obviously, besides my sister. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's a, a given. That's a no-brainer right there. <laughs> Did you ever hit Ashley? Mm-hmm. Oh, of course. Yeah. 
Okay, who was the first girl you made cry that wasn't your sister? I don't know. I was I was kind of mean in like first and second grade. I was mean to some people. Really? Yeah. Well, you don't remember. One time I wrote a note and I like thought of this all by myself. There's this girl who was really annoying and she like she had a huge crush on me and I was just like wanted her to leave me alone and I wrote Do you her. Remember who it was? Or I I yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you would though. Okay. Um, I walked up to her and I was like. You're pretty, and she like liked me, so I was like, "You're pretty, oh, you're mean. pretty ugly." Oh. <laughs> and she went from like, like, "Oh my gosh, yes," to like, "Oh." How she, old were you? It was like second. Okay, second it wasn't like grade. high school. No, no. <laughs> you're pretty. You're pretty ugly. ugly. <laughs> that would be traumatic. That would be traumatizing for a girl. I, oh I have a distinct memory in like second grade of me doing something mischievous. And them thinking it was you because we look so much alike when we were kids. And like Mr. Bishop coming up to me and being like, do you know that Tyler did blah, blah, blah? I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, he totally did that. He always does. I can't does. believe he would oh do something like that. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, and then you walked away and like clasping your hands. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what was that, Nathan? Nothing. 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 Nothing at all. <laughs> Communion. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Well, we're going to play our karaoke game. Oh, okay. Because we did go karaoke. We did. We did Thriller together. We did Thriller together. Oh, we, we, got did. A, we had to plan that for next time. More crotch grabbing. I think that yeah. was, my quota was pretty low. And I'll really practice the song so I can sing it. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's some, hi- some dancing. There's some high parts to that song. I was for not a boy. able to reach. Uh-huh. Oh! <laughs> Need someone to kick me right in the, yeah. the jimmies right before we start singing. That's why I'd be grabbing my crotch so much. Oh! <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, let's play this game. Wait, did we talk about how you make boys cry? Do we go? Do we need to oh, talk about that? Well, I shared it before. But I oh, haven't okay, shared it with you, mind. but no, there was a. I'll tell it quick. There was my first serious high school boyfriend. I didn't make anybody cry until high school. <laughs> I was nice. <laughs> right, right. Um, but we. And it wasn't even, yeah. Anyway, we were making out while nice. um, Monty Python and the Holy Grail was playing in the background. <laughs> so good. And, um, like, I, <laughs> the best way to say it came up for air. <laughs> <laughs> and he started crying, and he's like, this is just so beautiful. And I was like, mm, okay. And we're done. <laughs> Like a be me being me. My mom's calling. <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> like, you call those tears? Just let me kick my hands on you. <laughs> Man up. No. That was the first time I'd made a boy cry. Oh, and the Haitian guy, probably too. Probably that. Yeah. Many tears. But that's okay. I mean, I feel bad about that one. <laughs> I should have been a little more logical and not so romantic and like uh, fictional. Brother, romance. <laughs> All right. It's the spice of life. So we are going to practice our karaoke. Tyler, do you want to do the singing? Or do you want me to? I'll do it. Oh. Wow. Oh, I don't know about this now. Now that I said yes. So you just play and you just look at it. Okay. We're supposed to guess what it is? Is Mm -hmm. that? Oh, okay. And I can can either hum or do-do-do. Do-do-do-do-do. I think your phone's frozen. Oh, there we go. Did you just freak it out? Are you ready? He's clearing his throat. Do, 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 do. Uh, it never feels Sweet so good. Caroline. Sweet Caroline. Sweet Caroline. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I 
accidentally hit the wrong button. You had to tip it, remember? Tip it. Bop it. (laughs) Twist it. I wish there was a bop it attachment for iPhone. Oh, no. Why can't I think of this? Dun, dun. Da, 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 it's Eye of the Tiger. Da, da, da. No, fight, Eye of the Tiger. That's fine. <laughs> I got two points. Damn it. <laughs> Just a step behind it once again. <laughs> Be another boy crying here in a minute. <laughs> do, 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 we will rock you. Really? <laughs> That's all. Do, 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 Pitch Perfect Cup Song. Yes. Oh, well, miss me oh. when I'm gone. Okay, Whiskey. you got one. Yes. Vanilla Ice Ice Baby. Time's up. Yes, I got <laughs> you missed it. Oh, but I got it. Yeah. Nope. All right, here. It said time's up. You guys ready? A tough, I got four points. It's a tough game. <clears throat> you did? She, she got all the... F- I think I got one. Mm. Only because of... I don't know these. It's like, perfect. It's perfect, girl. Um, oh, all night. What is that? Um, Wait, is it September? No. No, not okay, even Okay, I'm going to pass it because I did it wrong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, okay. Rock with you. Okay, yeah, 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 it was Michael Jackson. Well, I, yeah, I ruined it. Okay. Um, <laughs> do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. Last Friday night. Yeah. By Katie Parry. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. Aladdin. Do, 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 do. That's really funny. I know. It's Crystal Cole. Whole new world. Oasis. I got friends in low places. Yeah, but we missed it. Oh, dang it. Finally got one. So you just hold it and then sing into your microphone. Okay. Do I need to push anything? No, it'll go. Oh, it'll go. Are you nervous? I am nervous. How do I skip to the next one? I don't know it. Like twist it. Turn it up or down? Or down. Now it's getting ready. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that sounds really good, but I don't know. Yeah, it sounds great. <laughs> Crazy Barnalls Broccoli. Oh, oh that's uh, all new world again. Mm-bop. Yep. Dancing. Nope, don't want to do that one. Nope, don't want to do that one either. Really? Nope, don't want that one. Oh, my gosh. Breaking ball. That was a fun game. I could go for hours, but should probably leave something. Maybe for next time? Yo. Yo. Well, I'm asking him. Oh, oh. That was for Tyler. Wait, doesn't he usually come here? (laughs) (laughs) When Josephine first invited me, I thought, oh, God, she's trying to replace (laughs) Tyler with another, like, dark haired, skinny. White boy. <laughs> Wait, Tyler doesn't know I'm going to be there, right? <laughs> okay. My secret plan. This is awkward. <laughs> All right. So we are going to end it with our best robot voice noise. 
Are you looking at me? Oh, me. Uh, Well, we can all go around, too. Let's start with Tyler. We can start with me because mine is really consistent and very good. (laughs) It's the worst. It's the worst. You are incorrect, Tyler. That is not the right robot right. voice. Binary solo. Zero 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 one zero 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 one 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 one. Binary duet. Me boop me boop pew pew pew. And there you go. There you go. Is that your robot? Sure. That was the movement of the robot as it was saluting the end of the song, probably. What you song? didn't know that? <laughs> Duh. What song? The binary duet. Binary duet. Yeah. You just, oh my gosh, did you miss that? <laughs> you were right here, <laughs> Justin. You were right no, here. Know, but you didn't even leave the room. <laughs> it was a binary duet. Everybody oh knows gosh. that. Oh <laughs> where do you mean where it came from? It came out of our mouths. <laughs> <laughs> did you think that we were actual robots for a split yes. second? That we were <laughs> inhabited by a robotic form? And no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not. All right, Josephine, what is yours? <laughs> Mine's consistent. That is mine. <laughs> that is not right. Beep beep boop 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 boop. Sound like Sputnik. If Sputnik had a voice, he would be that. I don't know beep, if boop, I should beep, be boop, boop. flatter beep, boop, beep, boop. or should be more Russian, I guess. Me boop bop beep boop bop. Ah, uh, so good. All right. All right. Well, thanks for listening to the, to the Strange in the City podcast. Um. Shout out to Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. What? what? No, that we're cutting that out. Girl, girl, um, she's my girl. Call me. Propose to me. Do you think that she's Dutch? No, definitely not. Mm-mm. Definitely not. I'd say German. If I had to say, I would say Aryan German. Yes. <laughs> Are we doing racial profiling? No, no, just blonde <laughs> hair, blue eyes. It's very accurate, I think. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we have to go. All right, thanks for listening to the Strange of the City podcast. Bye. Bye. Bye.